Smells good. Shucky ducky now. I don't even know what that means. I don't know either. I don't even know why I said it. You feel like, look, when the drum's playing and you got these headphones on, I almost feel like I'm a rapper. Like, I should have some lyrics going. You should. Who did freestyle for? Freestyle? Like, for real? No, I don't <laughs> want you to do that. No, I... Yeah, the last time I freestyled, uh, I got divorced. This <laughs> came out. It was not. No, we want this podcast to be... At least minimally successful. So no, you're not vanilla ice. You are not. This is, well, I'm vanilla. <laughs> vanilla turd is what you are. Oh man! So we are on a session number three here. And welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Hey, the two of you that came back and that midget once again. Uh, so two and a half, really. Uh, little people. I guess he's a little person, if we're, if we're trying to be politically correct. Are we? No, we're probably not. It's too late. That that ship has sailed. Well. And the problem is, once you become politically correct, you got to stay there. you got to stay there. So yeah. we're just going to be broken. We're just going to ignore it. That's it. Yes. So you and I were talking during the break. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Brant and I, you know, we go way back. We've shared many experiences, things that uh, I hope never come out. Are we talking about number, was that three on the list of it? No. Oh, we're not. No, we're, we're not. not. No, no, no. That's the, whoa. Hey, look. No, so uh, one of the things we did when I, let's see, I was about 15 or 16. You were 22? 27. 27. 27. Right. Yeah, it was the year I turned 27. That's right. You jerk. <laughs> No, we're, we're closer in age than that. <laughs> no, so you had, I believe you had gotten a job first at this location, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. So for those of you that don't know, when we were teenagers, our town, they had an old mall uh, that was the mall. And man, it had, it had seen some years. Oh, it was, it was rough. Yes, it was. It was, it was very rough. And then they built this new mall. Brand new. Oh, it was special. It was beautiful. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I remember going to like the first week of the grand opening. Mm -hmm. You could not get in that place. Yep. It was wall-to-wall -wall people. There was no shopping. It was just going through it to look around. Did you ever go and stay over at um, our... We had a friend that lived here at the time who lived right behind the mall. Yes. Across the, the, the Turtle Creek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And you had to crawl. We walked across the creek. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember him pointing out one time because we were driving along the access road, and he said, "You see that towel in the tree over there?" He said, "That's the towel we use for wiping off our feet when you cross the creek." <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's like old school. That's hardcore. Is what yeah, that is. I'm telling yeah. you, just to get to the mall, they don't make them like that anymore. But you know what? When you're 15 or 16 and you don't have a vehicle yet, you, you do walk you across do. the creek. Yeah, yes, you and do. it's worth it because you're going to that mall that's just loaded with hotties. Yep, you float the creek. So anyway, so Branson gets a job there first uh, as a janitorial engineer. That's what we were. Yes, that's what we were. And then he sells me on the idea of just how wonderful it would be. Or, I, honestly, I don't remember. But somehow... Ladies and gentlemen, I lied. He, <laughs> somehow he gets me to get a job over there. And I'll tell you this. As, a, as you can imagine, the janitor of a mall has a whole lot of negatives. 
but also some really cool positives. For instance, that that mall, because we live in a college town, uh, has a whole lot of college-aged women working in the stores. A lot of young people, yes. Yes, a lot of young women working in the stores. And then you got all your high school friends coming in mm-hmm. on nights and weekends. And so you're seeing everybody. Oh, it was super busy all the time. All the time, especially during those years because the mall was still kind of new. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that part of the job yeah, was it was awesome. probably only it was probably only five years old, maybe, if that much. It wasn't even that old. You don't think so? Yeah, I think it opened when I was like fourteen or thirteen. So I don't know. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it had only it was only a couple years open. Remember, they opened it in phases too. Oh, okay, yeah. And so there were, I think all they had like phase one, two, and three or something. But I, you know, just building building out the rest of the stores right, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I think all I think everything was open, so it had to be. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. You're right. It probably wasn't five years old, but yeah. But for, for a teenage young man, yeah. great job. Uh, and, and some of the details of the job were you stayed, in some cases, near the food court, kept the food court clean, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to the ladies, saying hello, you know, keeping the place clean. Yep. Not bad. No, wasn't bad. Uh, <clears throat> another part of the job, if you were there during the day, was walking the floor of the mall. Well, back up to the, uh, to the food court, the best part of working the little food court section was when you could stand around that the designated post. Yes, a column right there. Yeah, the, the big court. column. Yeah. yeah, that supported the weight of the roof and ceiling. Yeah, and just stand there and do nothing. That's it. Yeah, and just watch. Just people oh, watch. It's fantastic. Which you and I both love people watching. Oh yeah. Uh, so you get to do that and get paid, and then sometimes you would you would make rounds mm-hmm. and walk the entire floor, yep. and you were supposed to be sweeping up and looking for you know. Uh, accidents. A tiny broom. Yeah. And one of those dust pans with a swivel head on top of it and the long handle. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Made but in truth, what you were really doing was looking for dropped cash mm-hmm. and hot chicks to talk to. Yes. And so you were just on the prowl in the mall. Yep. Getting paid. Now. I found more cash than I found hot chicks that would talk to me, though. Well, you know, they would talk to me, but usually it was because they were telling me to get out of their space. Back away. But I count that as a win. Lady, put the mace down. I'm backing away. It's like, look, one second you're telling me to go away and then I make your skin crawl. And maybe a minute later, love, romance? It is always a no (laughs) until it's a yes. That's right. It's a hard pass until it's a soft pass. That's right. Uh, So anyway. (laughs) But sure what that means. But that I thought I thought my no till it was a yes was creepy, but mm, that was yeah. You made I told it you I, told, I take it to a new level. But no, but then you know. So all in all, this job is not not too bad. No, but from time to time, this job was god awful. There were there were occasions where it was rough. Yes. So for instance, uh, we had radios. Remember this? Yeah. And uh, we had call signs M one to M two. Oh yeah. Uh, and so your supervisor had a radio uh, that would typically call. And if he called, it was never good. Yeah. Uh, M1, M2, uh, we've got a 32-ounce drink that just got spilled here on the floor. It's super sticky. Could you uh, get a mop bucket? And, and you're like, oh, great. I'm going to be mopping this thing up for three, four times. What? I've got to work? Yeah. 
Those, though, were not the bad calls. The bad call was most things that had to do with the bathroom. That was rough. Let me tell you, I think I have PTSD over the things I saw in the men's and women's bathroom. All bathrooms are disgusting. They're just so traveled. They are. And I'll tell you this. There are people that go to the mall that uh, you don't see pretty much anywhere else. Mm -hmm. They crawl out from under a rock. And they go to the mall. Scurry to the mall. Yes, they do. And so I remember a particular incident. I don't know if you remember this. But I got called first. (laughs) I was the unfortunate one to get called first to this mall bathroom uh, by our supervisor. Yeah. He says, uh, yeah, we got a customer reported an an incident uh, in the mail, in the men's restroom in the handicap stall. And the handicap stall, look, it's made for the handicap. But we all know who's using it. People like me. Me? Yes. Yes. I call it the executive suite. That's what it feels like. It's all spacious. You can kick your legs out. I mean, there's nothing. don't sink. There's nothing like sitting on the toilet with your legs stretched out as far as you can stretch them out. Yeah. Heels resting comfortably on the ground. Or washing, you know, having some warm water run over your hands while you're dropping a huge dirt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... But on this that's little, day... That's a little out there, but yeah. yeah. On this day... Freaks are freaks. I get a call to go down there because someone had reported that handicap stall had got destroyed. Mm-hmm. So I go down, put damn, on... Damn you handicapped people. <laughs> this part, I can tell you, the person that did this wasn't handicapped because he escaped. <laughs> he ran. Yeah. He ran like the wind. If any handicapped person had done this work, they would have still been at the scene of the crime when I got there. Okay, so I get there, okay, and this was a fairly large bathroom, right? I mean, we're talking 60 feet long probably, right, once you come in through the little doorway. Oh, yeah, it's big. When I came through the doorway, the smell hit me, okay? This thing had been cooking, all right? Our podcast is so young, but we've already stooped to these depths. There's no coming back. Yeah. But it was almost like uh, uranium. Mm-hmm. The longer it sat there, the worse it got. <laughs> the more toxic it became. Yes, yeah. yes. And so I, as I'm getting closer, I'm realizing, okay, this isn't the normal human excrement. Because that, that wouldn't put off the smell and just the heat. Oh, you're so gross. The heat that's coming off of this thing. You could feel the heat. Yes. <laughs> you could feel the heat. The mall AC wow. was struggling. Wow. Okay. And so I get to the door, and I'm thinking, how bad could it be? It's probably in or around the toilet. And then I open it up, Right. And, and it the, was in and around the toilet. Well, it wasn't so much because, I mean, you see, accidents happen, you know. Yeah. You, you end up becoming a salad shooter before you even get on the lid, right? Mm-hmm. But in this case, it was the quantity. It was the weight. It was the density. It was like somebody took... Distance and trajectory? Is that what, is no, that what we're going to? No, no. In this case, it was concentrated around, around and in the bowl. Mm-hmm. But it imagine somebody took concrete, freshly mixed, mm-hmm. and just filled the bowl up to where there's no water anymore. It's just concrete <laughs> just mixed. Just absorbed all the water. 
And now it's going. Before dry concrete in? No, it's. it's, (laughs) Was it instant turd? Was it powdered turd? It was a a slurry, right? (laughs) Okay. It was a slurry of corn chunks and pee. Anyway, no, I'm not going to get that deep into it. But it, it was so much quantity that it was seeping out from under the toilet seat. And then, of course, there was some on top of the toilet seat where I guess. I guess the person was like, oh, I'm not going to stop, and stood up. <laughs> and so, so I'm looking at this thing. I mean, it's, it's like a giant punch bowl just full of Duke. <laughs> a punch bowl. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out. Your descriptive skills. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to figure out what to do. And, and something said, you know what? This is the mall, and we have these aren't regular toilets. These are like super flow, like ten gallon flush toilets, jet powered. Yeah, like oh, yeah. It, yeah. pull your arm in there if you get too <laughs> right. Yeah. So I go over and hit the handle, and it was like there. It, it didn't do anything. It was just like just just vibrating, and I'm like, oh my gosh, the, the, uh, this thing needs to stop. Uh, and then you hear the squealing of the pipes in the wall, whatever. Yeah, just trying. It was like it had a yeah. vacuum seal, yeah. and the stuff wasn't going anywhere. Well, anyway, so first thing I do <laughs> is once I realize the tragedy that has occurred and that I've got to deal with this, was to get on the radio <laughs> and call you down. <laughs> and before you know it, I think it's you and me and maybe one of the security guards standing there admiring this uh you know fecal masterpiece oh my god <laughs> what <laughs> new guys in the corner puking his guts out yes <laughs> so then comes in our supervisor and now you guys have to bolt because i was the one called down and he comes in and he's like all right jacob uh can you clean that up and i said yeah no not going to happen. Not to I said, do you see how much poop is in that thing, man? I'm like, what am I supposed to clean that with? And he's like, well, I'll go find like a uh, some kind of scooper in a bucket. And I said, nope, not doing it. No. Uh-uh, not playing with those poop articles. Uh, and so I refused. <laughs> and he ended up having to clean it. Yeah, and, not uh, happy. Yeah, he not was not happy. happy. And and I, I ended up standing there watching most of this uh, this demolition or, or, you know, salvage. And if I remember so, right, he went with the old scoop method. Yes. Yes. He got a big bucket and like it was something like a ladle. Yeah. Ladle. Ladling out. Soup you know, ladle. Poop cement. <laughs> Soup ladle to a five-gallon <laughs> bucket. God, it was just, it's oh, the nastiest thing ever. Now, here's the funny thing. Okay, for those, for our two and a half listeners, uh, if one of you is female, uh, you may be thinking. Hopefully, it's one of the full-size listeners. Yeah, that's how so. That midget, I'm not sure what that midget is yet. I don't let him get that close, him or her. I don't know what her preferred pronouns are. Anyway, uh, but so for the female listener or not, or the males, you may think, man, men are disgusting. They are. I would agree with that statement. Yes, they are. But when it comes to bathrooms, women have their own special abilities. Uh they have their own special problems. But here's the funny thing. In the women's bathroom, <clears throat> apparently anything goes. Because I can remember at night 
when the mall closes and all those people leave, and now you've got to really start cleaning. Like, now you're about to make your money, right? Yeah. I could clean up the men's bathroom pretty quickly. I'm getting nauseous thinking about you going into this women's bathroom because I remember exactly how bad and the smell these women's restrooms were. Yeah. It was almost like they were having a party in there. Like, pure debauchery. Yeah. Because you would come in and there'd be toilet paper and tissues everywhere, and that was the nice stuff. Oh, yeah. Then there's all the female products. And sometimes it felt like they just didn't care. You know they didn't. They didn't care. And all it takes is is one or two and of them. You know the one who made the big mess in there? She walked out with her chin up in the air. Oh, yeah. All feeling proper. Yes. Like she's better than everybody else. When she just smeared that on the wall. Yeah. yeah. Or stuck lot, things to the wall. Yeah. Thanks a lot, lady. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You ain't nobody. But I'll tell you this, though. <clears throat> uh, as a young man, that was eye-opening. Because mm-hmm. since then, it's like female issues. It's like after coming out of that bathroom, I can deal with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, because chances are you're not going to be seeing what we saw in there. Oh, it, was it was like horrible. Hiroshima oh, and Nagasaki horrible. in there. Sometimes it was horrible. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially when the mall got busy. Like around the holidays when, the, uh-huh. when just the foot traffic yes. went up. Yes. And just the, just the, you know, they needed to have like a revolving door on that women's restroom because it was just a constant stream of yes. ladies in and out of there. And then we were having to clean it <clears throat> three or four times a shift. Did you ever have to uh, like close it and go in and clean up yes. in the middle of a shift? Oh, no. I hated that. I remember. Yeah, maybe. I had to do that a couple of times. We were, I feel like we were always fortunate enough to have somebody who was a female to be able to pawn that off on. Right. To do the thing. But there were a couple of times where I had to go in and shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. Just Which, pull that pull that little thing up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which people love that, by the way, when you go come in, in and bang, say, I'd go in banging that broom and dustpan together. Ladies, I'm here. Yep. They'd come screaming and run out. Yep. And then, well, here's the thing. Getting them out, not, <laughs> you know, not terrible. Yep. Keeping them out. Oh, yeah. They. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. They, people get so. They get mad. I understand, Kat. I feel you. Uh, no, the thing is, is people understand that stuff breaks until they've got to use the facilities. Uh, are you you having you having trouble letting the letting the cat out the door? Anyway, the cat out of the bag. The thing <clears throat> is, so people are people are grateful that that bathroom is there. Yes. But if you got to close it, they hate your guts. Yeah. And the looks and things, it's like they come around the corner, you got it all blocked off, and they still, it's like they're going to crawl over the barrier, they're going to sneak under it, oh, yeah. and you're going to turn around, and some dude's going to be unzipping his fly. Well, it's like it's, it's like they're crawling under barbed wire or something, like they're, yes. like they're infiltrating you know, in a, a prison break or something where they got to be like, oh, I got to get in, I got to get in. Well, I'm I think, like, that, I think they, they're, they, they have that thought that maybe if I, once I get in here, they won't. They won't stop. They can't me. get me out. Yes. They can't get me out. But the truth is, I will get you out, or I'll make it so uncomfortable that it's going to be very difficult. For we'll you. both be in here together. That's it. That's what it is. I'm going to be very close, and I'm going to need to clean the same stall that you're using. That's it. I'll stand there and rap on the door. That's right. Hey, are you pooping? How's it going? Do you remember there? the? Do you remember the lady speaking of gross stuff? Do you remember the lady who was at the? Uh, remember they had the little sunglass hut kiosk in the middle of the mall. Yes. Do you remember the lady toward the end of the evening who shat herself? <laughs> do you remember this? Standing at the sunglass hut. 
I don't, but I do remember cleaning up some leftovers uh, that were on the floor. And, uh, yeah, just just gross. Yeah, that was a that was a night um, that was a night that I handed my badge to our supervisor and said, "Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to do that. You got to go do it. I'm not doing that." Yeah, poor thing. She's just standing there looking at sunglasses. Oh my goodness, bless her and heart. Just dropped the worst diarrhea you've ever seen in your life. Just a pile of it. Well, the the great thing about this job, in all honesty, besides the fact that it was interesting and you, you got to see a ton of people, mm-hmm. was actually us working together. Oh, I had a great time doing that. That's, that's comic relief right there. And we would get bored with things. I remember one time that we would take our cleaning rags. Do you remember this? And we would pop each other with them. Like, like spin around, twist them up. Twirl them up. Yeah, get them just a little bit wet. Uh-huh. And twist them up and, and try to pop each other. And anyone who's ever done this knows when you hit it just right, mm-hmm. oh my, it's like being hit with a bat. I mean, oh, it's it hurts. Awful. So and they were the perfect, perfect uh, dampness, yes. I guess you could say. Yes. Because they weren't like soaking wet where they were so heavy, but they weren't so dry that they were light. And from corner to corner, it was probably about three feet long. Pa-cow. So it was just, it was less than a towel. You know, oh, yeah. but oh, yeah. just and when that thing would make contact, it sounded like a firecracker. Pow! So in anyway, the scream that would come after that. Well, what's funny is I remember a specific event where we were doing that, and you went, you either turned to do something and turned back, and I grazed you. Oh, you popped me in the nutsack? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I still wake up in the middle of the night in pain. Folks, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Okay, you know I'm one of these like I can laugh when I get hurt. Uh, I did not laugh when I when I hit Branson because uh, because in all honesty it was it was dead on. I couldn't do it again if I tried. But in that moment, Just for the record, I didn't laugh either. Yeah, no, he didn't laugh. Uh, I think he almost lost his lunch. He said he said uh, he used the word grazed me. No, he didn't graze me. That was bad. I still that was rough. I still remember that. To this day, I remember you turning as I let go yeah. and hearing that firecracker pop. It just was. Well, you couldn't have scripted it any better. I mean, it was it was the perfect moment to turn around and for you to flip yeah. that rag out there. Yeah, million to one shot. Yeah, uh, probably couldn't do it again if we tried. But no, let's don't. No, I tell you, I tell you another thing. I remember. I remember us standing there one day, and uh, my stomach wasn't feeling so well. <laughs> and so I had I ripped a silent fart, mm-hmm. and I, as soon as it came out, I knew it was a mistake. Burned it. Because we're in the food court yeah, with a whole bunch of people around, and it's you and me. Mm-hmm. And so before this thing can get, get too loose, yeah. I bolted. And I remember standing there going, what's he running for? And I left and you. before I could figure it out, I figured it out. Yeah, I left you in a mushroom cloud <laughs> right, there, right there in the food court. Yeah. Bless your heart. Oh, good times. Oh, man. Weren't they great? I tell you what, it's, it's things Ain't like we this. lucky we got them. Here's the problem. You can do that when you're that age. <laughs> I try to do that now at work. People don't find that funny. No, they don't like it when you crop dust them and leave. No, they don't. Uh-uh. 
Yeah. I, I tell you, that's one of the things about working in some of the uh, retail establishments that I go in mm-hmm. is people frequently, you'll come into somebody's uh, you know, crop dusting and you're like, oh, no, it's right. It's fresh. They must have just rounded the corner. Burned it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, working at that mall was great. And, and I remember that sometimes we would have vendors come in. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. That would be selling furniture or uh Paintings or any number of things. Yeah, they'd rent the little the little uh, portable yes. kiosk things. Yes, yes, yes. They're like the mobile kiosk. Or there were times when they actually did displays just out on the mall floor. Yep, right. Yeah. And I remember there was a guy who was selling. I think it was antique furniture. And he did. He was from out of town. Yeah. He came in. He sees us two hanging out, and he was like, "Hey, how how much, how would you guys like to make seventy bucks?" for unloading some furniture uh, tonight when your shift is over. And we were like, heck yeah. And so we unloaded this guy's stuff, and he gave us 70 bucks each, I believe. Oh, yeah. Was it was the most I ever made. Big money. Oh, yeah. Ball in is what we were that Yeah. Night. And then a couple of days later, he's like, how would you like to make another 70 bucks to help me load it back up? Yes, we would. Yeah. Yes. Look, I'm telling you, if somebody burst through the door right now and said, hey, how would you like to make 70 bucks unloading this truck right here? I'd probably take it. <laughs> I need $70. That's good money. I'm not sure I'm how, to, how I'm going to get home. So, um, yeah. And I'm not welcome here. This so. is true. Yeah, there is a there is a, a limit. <laughs> as soon as the podcast is over, you have to be out the front door. Yeah. We've talked yeah. about this. Yeah, I know. yeah. yeah you got that stopwatch and you yeah. hit it. Yeah, my wife is watching. Mm-hmm. She literally is waiting for you to leave. Yeah. So, anyway... Uh, the the job at the mall as a janitor, and all in all, awesome. I recommend it for oh, yeah. for for you know young man, young it. woman. Uh, I love it. Not a bad way to make some money and to teach you what you do not want to do for the rest of your life. Well, and and I was just fixing to say this. It was just popping in my head as you as you said that. <clears throat> um, you know, you and I, you and I grew up. You know, at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. grew up together. Yeah, we're contemporaries of each other. Yep. Um, you know. Uh, Situations, situations we grew up in, relatively similar. Uh, you know, uh, you know, it, it became necessary, and not net, not just necessary like it just had to happen. But I mean, it was it was good for us to get out and work at an early age. And so you had several different jobs that you worked. I did the same thing. We did several different things. And so I've told people before that because of those jobs, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. But I know a lot of things that I don't want to be when I grow up. And yes. that is, I feel like, more valuable than knowing what you want to be. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where I'm going, but I know where I don't want to go. Yeah. So It's like, I don't know where all the future landmines are, mm-hmm. but I know where the ones are that I stepped on. That's right. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And there were some big ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were some big ones. Yeah. I t- <clears throat> One of my favorite things about that job was if you and I were on the same shift, mm-hmm. I would get to either take you home or you would take me home, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, we were driving at the time. And I remember one time in specific, we were cruising down the highway, and some knucklehead and his <laughs> girlfriend are, I guess I wasn't going fast enough for him or something. Yeah, I don't know what it was. That, and it could have been nothing. It, it may have just been being, just being them people. Just being a douchebag, you know, speeding up, slowing down, mm-hmm. riding up on us, flying around us, stomping on the brakes. The typical adolescent, yeah. uh, you know, just moronic behavior. Yeah, and this was a, this was a uh, 
this was a young man, probably he may have been a little older than us, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, when he had a he had a, uh, a female in the car with him that he was mm-hmm. showing off for, yeah, courting about ta- about town, you know, yeah. So somehow I make this guy mad. He starts doing this stuff, and here's the thing. Uh, and I don't even know that you made him mad. I think he just showed up that way. Maybe. Yeah, That's you're right. I, I don't know that you know, we hadn't done anything. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to get home. I mean, we just was, happened to be in the midnight. tornado's we path. Worked, we worked 3.30 to midnight. Yeah. I mean, it was midnight. It was time to go home. Yeah. We didn't work a full shift. That's it. So, so get into it with nobody. So we're going out to your, your family's place. Who do you think I am? Scott? <laughs> so I ain't trying to get into nobody. You're talking about SF? SF. Let's get your friends. <laughs> that guy. But no, so we're going out. We're going out down ninety eight west of Hattiesburg in the country. Love you, Scott. Olo country. Yep. And this guy is acting a fool. East side. Yeah. And you and I both get kind of tired of it. Mm-hmm. The speeding up, slowing down, and he's he's flying past us. He's backing up and letting us go past him. And so I don't know where I got the idea or thought it would be a good idea. Well, and the other thing was, um, at the time they were doing that construction on the road on 98, out past out of town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was two lanes. That's it. And he would slam on brakes. Yeah. You know, he would lock the brakes up in the road and then drive off. Yeah. I think it was funny. Hilarious. Yeah. Well, here's what I thought was hilarious. Uh, uh, uh. Was they either went to turn or pulled off in the median, something. They, it, they had basically it, had uh, to stop. Yep, made a left-hand turn. Yeah. Yeah. And I reached into our ashtray in the car, <laughs> which we're getting, none of us smoke, right? But what's in there is a bunch of pennies and maybe some dimes. You can tell it like it is. One or two quarters. You can tell it like it is. What? You, you're going to take, take the heat on this? I'll take the heat. Okay. So I grab a handful of change. Mm-hmm. And as we go flying by this guy, I chuck it. I release probably 40 projectiles. 40 cents and pennies. At 65 or 70 miles an hour without really thinking. What is the statute of limitations on? I'm pretty sure we're past it. Assault with a deadly currency. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully it wasn't like manslaughter. No, I'm sure they survived. Oh, they're fine. Yeah, they're good. They rolled the car, but they were good. It was a soft ditch. But... I let these yeah. pennies and assorted pieces of change fly, and then we hear the sound. <laughs> and all I can tell you is, is that little, that was a Chevy Cavalier, mm-hmm. a little four-cylinder Chevy Cavalier. That thing was pegged out the rest of the way down the <laughs> Got after it. Yeah. And we were kind, we were half laughing Half worried. What did we do? Yeah. Uh, we never saw them again. Uh, I'm sure they survived. They may have some coins buried in the back. Well, no, Jacob, that's not true. It was um, as a day or two later, I saw them in town. I saw the car in town. What? With the window broke out. I saw them. Wow. I told you this. I told you I saw this. It was, uh, I think it's one of these, um, on the little small, the compact Dodge Charger. Remember they came out with the, with the Dodge Charger, a little small compact thing in the whatever it was, the early nineties or whatever it was. Okay, it came up with yeah, and had it was a hatchback kind of deal. Yeah, and that window was gone. I recognized the car because it was just all over the place in front uh-huh. of us. Yeah, I saw that thing a couple days later. So they did not die, or they did. 
And someone else inherited that. And somebody right? got the car. Yeah. They didn't I, fix the window. To, you know, it wasn't my best decision. By far, it was not my worst decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, I mean, you know, you poke the bear. Uh, sometimes That's he it. takes a swipe at you. That's it. Uh, and you did make it home, and I made it home, and we survived. the bull, you get the horns. <laughs> the cuernos. The cuernos. <laughs> cuernos de toro. So if right now you're thinking, what can I do as a 16-year-old? Uh, that would allow me to see girls and possibly handle massive slams in a random bathroom. <laughs> uh, by all means. A, that's a skill. I'm telling you. That's a marketable skill. <laughs> that translates to a lot of different you know, areas of life. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, you don't think about it until you need an expert like that. Mm-hmm. And then you're hoping that you, you know somebody. I need somebody now. <laughs> This is bad. Well, all right, folks. It's uh, it's getting late. Uh, we're gonna bring our drummer boy back in here, Brant- Branson. Uh, you think you can get him to start up for us? I don't know. He's pretty tired. He's been drinking a lot. Great. You didn't actually give him. I think he's got. I didn't give it to him. He took it. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's got one more in him. All right. Well, go Let's ahead. Go. Let's. No, we're serious. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back, if you don't, it's back in the trunk. Wow. Smart decision. He hates that. <clears throat> he does. You've trained him well. Uh, well. You gotta start them early. As soon as you abduct them. <laughs> and with that, we'll uh, we'll say goodnight. Yes, enjoyed it. Love you folks. <laughs> <laughs>